nothing and everything. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey guys. And as usual, we are back. <laughs> as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought you got rid of us, we're giving you the usual. The cam came back. <laughs> the cam came Everybody's back the very next day. Everybody, everybody's sad about that. Too bad about you. <laughs> Hope we get feisty cam tonight. <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Peasant. So, how's ever how's uh, how's everybody been, guys? <laughs> oh, just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you see he's a ray of freaking sunshine? Oh man. <laughs> I feel like I haven't gotten to talk to you in a little bit. It's yeah. been a, this was this was one of the longer stretches without us talking. So, well, should we reveal the date to which we're recording this? To which the date of which it will be posted is very close together. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, that's because uh, yeah. we're pros. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We don't need yeah. no prep. We know pros we can. Prep. We know we know we can handle the pressure. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of pressure, boys. There's like I, uh, 15 people depending on us. I joined a, I joined a podcast advice group and rule number one was to always have episodes in the bank. And I said, screw this noise. And I left. <laughs> I mean, amateurs. unless you're making some kind of like you're monetizing. I mean, is anyone who is, who has episodes in the bank who can do that? One guy did tell me they always have eight in the bank. Eight? Eight. Eight. But to be fair, like you said, Jay, they do this full time. And when they first started, they had five or six done before they ever published their first one. Yeah. Wow. Meanwhile, so that, then they could try to not, stay ahead, right? Yeah. Like, not like us. No. <laughs> yeah, but that's their job now. We don't, we all work. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, no. And, and we do it monthly rather than weekly or daily. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do one sometimes once a week, most often once every two weeks. Wow. But they put two or three episodes out a month. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But that's their full time job now. Like they, yeah. I thought you were going to say a, the first rule about podcast group is don't talk about podcast group. Podcast group. <laughs> 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 oh. I was waiting for it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cameron, uh, Cameron, you had some hockey news or something? What's the deal? Uh, someone actually beat Gordie Howe's record for the most games played. I never thought that record, I thought that was probably the safest record in hockey. I mean, uh, Pat, Gretzky's, really? Gretzky's Gretzky, like 2,000-some yeah. points is, is, <laughs> is pretty up there too, but you know. <laughs> yeah, but games played, like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, it is. Don't get me wrong. It's it's pretty uh, remarkable for sure. Actually, well, yeah, I heard but... Elliot Friedman or somebody, he was saying the one he thinks would never be touched would be the uh, most consecutive starts by a goalie. Really? Who is that? Oh, Who is that? Like Glenn Hall, I think it was. It's like five Glenn seasons. Glenn Hall still like, has it? 
five seasons worth of consecutive starts. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's untouchable. <laughs> you can't even get a starting think, goalie to go like four games without a backup no. coming in now. Yeah, but back then though, like there weren't as many games, sure, but there was no mask. The equipment was terrible, and like, they smoked injury, between periods. It, yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> And Glenn Hall, believe it or not, before every single game and every single uh, period, he threw he, up. I threw up. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the only reason he threw hurt his back is he actually bent down to tie his sneakers or his Done shoes. That before. That's, how, that's how he how he lost the how he lost it. He just bent over to tie his shoe and blew his black back out. Boys, that makes me feel like then I too have a shot at being a professional athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. I can take pucks to the face, and I hurt myself bending over. <laughs> so there. You're headed to the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> but you're uh, Hall of Fame bound, baby. Well, Cameron, you haven't aside, said who the player was. Could you tell us oh, the yeah. name? <laughs> uh, Patrick Merlot? Mellow, Merlot, Merlot. I don't know. I can never say names right. Leave me alone. Isn't that a stiff drink? It is. Um, I, I thought that was a Bordeaux. No, no. Merlot. Merlot, oh, Merlot. is a drink. Yeah. Merlot, Merlot is, is the hockey drink. player. <laughs> anyway, everybody makes mistakes with pronunciation. Yep. Alpine. <laughs> that is a mistake. I don't care what they yeah. say. Yeah. That is... That is definitely one that no one's ever made before is the Alpine Alpine. <laughs> yeah. Just just wait till the next Canadian Grand Prix when everybody gets it right. Yeah. <laughs> you, mean, you mean in like two That's years? Right. Because they just canceled the yeah. Canadian Grand Prix this year. Yeah. yeah. They did? Yeah. Yeah, it's canceled. Now Turkey's going to take its place. Oh. Those turkeys. Well, to be fair, I'm only not hurt because we didn't have a prayer of going. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> have we ever had a prayer of going? <laughs> yes. Yes, we could. <laughs> when we didn't need a 14-day quarantine. <laughs> I just want to go with you. But one of these times, I'm just going to go up and go. I'll hitchhike. <laughs> All the it's way an, to it's an eight-hour drive away. If we can afford to go to Dream Theater once a year, we can go to the Canadian Grand Prix. I, well, sec I second this. Obviously, Well, we've got two years to plan it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. So, uh, Cam... Can you give us some background on the on the uh, video that you shared shared with us there this week in the group okay, chat? So, yes, I definitely will. So I just happened to notice this video, and it was about why McDonald's ice cream machine is always broken. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know what? Like I didn't really think about it, but that's kind of true. That it happens. is always broken. Like. It's Everybody broken. will agree with that. And, yeah. And I was like, you know, I never really thought of it that way. And then I started watching this video and the guy's like, listen, there's a conspiracy. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this just to, you know, just to see what, what, what it's about. Cause Tyson will love me going, going into the conspiracy world. Yep. But then the guy started saying that a company called Taylor, they're the company that makes <laughs> the ice cream machines for <laughs> McDonald's. Is. Taylor's. No, it's all the Taylor's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but not just... Oh, that's going to get me in so much trouble. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So anyway, they're also the company that make Burger Kings, uh, Chick-fil-A's. Like they make every... Wendy's, they make all the same ice cream machines. 
so this guy's like, that's weird. Why is McDonald's machine always broken, but yet none of the other ones ever are? So then he started actually going around to places where he was. He's like, yeah, I'd like an ice cream. Went to McDonald's. No, I'm sorry. Your machine is broken. And he's like, what? So then he goes over the street to Burger King. He's like, <laughs> hi, is your machine broken for ice cream? And the one over the, over the PA goes, no, why? He goes, well, McDonald's is always broken. She goes, I don't know about them, but ours is never broken. The exact same machine is being made for all those companies. So then the guy started digging a little deeper. So this guy made an algorithm that he actually knows how many machines are down in the United States. How many McDonald's are down? That blew my mind. I'm like, okay, so what is it? Like a couple? 15% of all McDonald's Ice cream machines are broken at that exact moment. Which seems lo- 15%. low. 15%. <laughs> yeah, which seems low until you realize yeah, 15% was, what was it, like oh, 800 yeah. or some crazy number yeah. of stores? And that's <laughs> at any given time because over a couple of days they get them fixed, but then somebody else's is broken. Yeah. Well, that's and that's right. An acceptable rate of failure is about 0.001. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they're getting 15%. So the guy's like, this is really weird. Like, what is up with this? This doesn't make any sense at all. So then he actually downloaded the actual manual, which I actually went and looked at myself. I actually downloaded it and started going through it myself. <laughs> you you did? I did. Because I was a tech, right? At one time in my life, I was a tech. So I wanted to read some of these things. I was like, okay, what is oh, going on? I, like, I just need to point out. <laughs> How often Cameron tells the boys that he's busy? <laughs> but he's, he's downloading McDonald's ice cream machine manuals for fun <laughs> and reading the whole thing. Well, I didn't, to, I didn't get to the whole thing. Trust me, I just went to the troubleshooting section, but there's a lot in there. So anyway, I was like, okay. Oh, I was like, this, is, this is really weird. Like, Weird. So I did. I looked it up. And basically every time a machine breaks, it's not the responsibility of McDonald's or the responsibility of the manufacturer. So you actually have to get an appliance repair person to come in. The guy is basically what all the the McDonald's uh, franchisees said. At the expense of the franchisee. At the expense of the franchisee, not Mm -hmm. McDonald's. So it was like... That's weird. And they're like, well, how much is it? They're like, three hundred. what is it, Gary, $350 for the first, first hour or some uh, crazy thing like that? It was 100 and something for the first half hour and $315 for every 15 minutes after that. And that goes to the franchisee. So, yep. and he's like, wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. If they're all using the exact same machine, all of these fast food joints... Why is McDonald's having a 15% failure rate? And think about 15% in money-wise, 100 and some dollars, 300 Like, they're spending, like, and the machines go down, I think he said, like, a couple of times a month, at least a couple times a week. But the manuals don't tell you how to fix anything. They just say, push this button, or they throw up weird, like, wild codes. They were like, 
seven, eight digits, like X, Y, O, Z, six, and then an explanation or a colon or something like that. He's like, what are these? So from a text point of view, when you read a, an error code, it kind of gives you an idea. All right, I can look this up. No problem. This is what it'll tell me. But nobody knows what these codes are because the company that makes the machines don't provide the actual codes, default codes or the error codes. They don't give them out. And the interface is like, it looks like something from like the 1980s. <laughs> it's just a bunch of symbols and it looks like something you'd get on a Fisher Price toy. It's like, here's, press this button. What is this button? Oh, that's the the chill button. And it looks yeah. like, uh, it looks like this weird two bubbles or something like that. Like, it like looks I, to be the <clears throat> useless Designing machine. UI is like an art and I mean, even I would know, don't use symbols that can be interpreted as different things. Use words <laughs> and numbers. Yeah. And everything is a symbol on that, on that machine. Like every single thing is, is a weird, like it's got stars. It's got, I wouldn't have surprised it has stars and moons and hearts on it by the way he was showing it. Like it's just weird. So anyway, this guy, another guy, he decided, well, I'll make a third-party application, and it will tap into it. It hooks up to your cell phone. You can see why it's failing. It tells you useful so things guy, like don't fill the that don't tub fill the on tray. the top, whatever, don't, so much. Yeah, because the machine, what at night, what it does is to to fix itself or to clean itself. It takes the machine up to a hundred and forty degrees Fahrenheit or something like that to kill all the bacteria in it. And then it starts to freeze again. So it goes into heat mode in the night. It fails, but all it says is uh, heat mode failed, but it doesn't tell you why doesn't give you any information. Bunch so Egyptian glyphs and yeah, yeah sonic like symbols. a bunch of hieroglyphs like, yeah, for so, code. So, so part time high school student comes in and sees this and goes, all right, it's not working. Four hours. It's locked and it locks itself. If it fails, it locks the machine down, completely locks it out until you have to call the guy. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like if, if they so knew anyway, some the of these, if they knew some of the useful like information that the thing could tell you, like his point was like, you know, just don't, don't let it fill the little, uh, that tub on the top so much like it, like anybody could do yeah. that, but no one gets that information. Well, on a side note, <laughs> other franchises do get this information, but you're dealing with a franchise who makes its bread and butter off of high school students. Yeah. No, that's the thing. They're all exactly the same machines, exactly the same manuals. Here's where the conspiracy no, comes into same, play. It's the same company, but the other that, That's the same the company, but ones. it's not the same owner. So, yeah. like, I'm only saying, like, the Burger King here has a lot of adults working at it. Yeah. And there, there's notes up on the wall. You can see it when you go through the drive-thru. Then you go through the drive-thru at McDonald's, and nobody's over the age of 17. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That, like, that's what I'm saying. So there's nobody, like, the manager is 19, 20 years old, and nobody knows this stuff. Nobody knows it. So they're just, they're breaking the machine and if, over and over and over yeah. from abuse or just dumb stuff. Well, in the software, that's the other thing. They said there's something wrong in the software because if Burger King has the same machine and all these other companies have the same machine and it doesn't do the same fault, there's something weird about the specific ones made for McDonald's. So the guy said, all right, I made an app. You plug it into your machine. 
You can look on your phone and it will tell you, okay, your hopper didn't do this or this needs to be done or something like that. Like your hopper was too full or whatever. That's his example. The so hopper. he said, uh, <laughs> so the guy goes, I guess he goes, so he took it to like a huge franchisee meeting. And one of the franchisees said, hey, check this out. This guy made this little device that'll plug into this machine and tell us why it isn't working, what needs to be done, and how we can fix it. And then no one ever saw that franchisee again. <laughs> Two days later, McDonald's sends all of the franchisees an email. If you put this device on your machine, it could possibly, it would, what did he say? It'll cause catastrophic End. failures. Oh, yes. Possible Avoid the warranties. Possible explosions. Large scary words. Large scary words. Yep. Yep. Like that's what they said, and then they're like, "But we have, like, they have this fix." What they didn't realize, or what a lot of people dug into later and found out, that the company Taylor said, "We're working on our brand new device of our own." Um. Like, we're going to get this other company, and they're going to make it for us. So, hey, we're working on a solution. What nobody realized at first was the company that's actually making that device is one of the subsidiaries (laughs) of of the main company that owns Taylor. (laughs) So they were like, no, don't use this, guys. We're making our own (laughs) <laughs> no, this yeah, this other company is going to make one that's going to work. Oh wait, by the way, it's the same company that owns both us and Taylor. This it's is like, wow. Yeah, this is what they all do. Um, dad's a franchisee that will shall remain nameless, but people also aren't stupid. Um, <laughs> so dad had invented a long time ago. Um, you know him invented five different things, but patents nothing. But their yeah. ice cream, their ice cream machine. He had a way for when the hoses leave because they have a big walk-in cooler for all the milk bags and stuff for the soft ice cream machines. And then the so- like the, the milk goes up the tube and into the ice cream machine, but it's got to get from the freezer to the machine, and yeah. there the tubes are exposed, right? So dad built this little, it's cooled, insulated box that can get the tubes from the which is funny because think about how much temperature you're going to lose between the freezer and the machine for just two feet of hose. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you left the machine overnight, you do. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's refrigerated, you're okay, right? Right. So he made one. Um, a couple months later, the inspector visits, sees what dad makes. A month later, he gets a report in the email. Um, you need to remove your cooler. You need to buy our cooler. Yeah. Yeah. That goes over the, it's the same specs. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. It's just a money grab. They're making money off the franchisees. It's one big money grab. And the thing that they can hide behind, and there's a couple things here. Like, so in that particular example, like you just talked about, Mm -hmm. you can apply that to different things because they, they can easily say, well, that's, we didn't specify that. We didn't make that. We don't know what that is. Like yeah. that's against our specs. You can yeah, make that it makes us look bad. Well, and and they well they can't uh, they can't guarantee it. So, you know they they if there's ever was something to happen to a customer, you know, and insurance finds liable, out yeah. that we've got yeah. you know uh, homemade parts put on here, then they're going to look at it and say like, well, you know, 
We can't, who's to say what this is built to? That is taking nothing away from that solution. I'm just saying that's what they hide behind, that's right? That's what they see. They don't care well, how the good excuse an innovation they can use. it is. And yeah, yeah, but the the joke here with us was, dad said, um, I think it was like for 10 years, there was nothing on the hoses and you had to clean the machine every night. <laughs> and they didn't say anything then yeah. until he put one on. Yeah. Well, now it's an issue. Right. Because I put because, one on. Because they didn't think of it and they want the They money. didn't think of it. It's a money grab. Yeah. So. Yes. Well, it's the same thing as you've got 10 years before you have to renovate your restaurant again and you have to renovate. Okay. Are you paying for it? No, you are. Yeah, you're paying and by the way all the signs and stuff that you have to put out front there's five different variations of the sign but you're buying them all from us yeah yeah so it's oh yeah oh yeah it's a whole yeah well the only so in that video and by the way when I threw that to you Cameron I thought you were going to be like yeah no there was a video about a guy that checks out McDonald's the ice cream machines don't work and uh, it's pretty cool and you went on for like quite a while with stats and figures so I just wanted to give you a hand for that <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating okay Tyson it got me in with conspiracy for once that, that one had me hooked right from the word go oh I guess it did you were diving you were you were 100 pages into the service manual <laughs> I don't well, even every, think that's a conspiracy. I think that's just straight up rigged business. Yeah. The franchisees the are on the hook. And the worst part about the manual, it basically call the guy. What? Call the guy. <laughs> that's all the manual says. Call the guy. And I liked in the video, they wow. kept playing clips from like the tailor, like our service men are qualified to service the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like call the guy. And think how much money those franchisees are losing. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you know, the, the goal, right, is to offload as much cost to them as possible. Yep. But um, the only thing I didn't fully agree with, the guy was like kind of complaining that you don't get the the service uh, code to get into the service menu. And like yes. that's the only thing is that's pretty typical of a lot of you yes. know, things, yeah. right? Is to have a... Yeah, because when I used to do like uh, refrigeration... Certain like on on the transports, like the refrigeration units on a transport on the back of a trailer, they all had fault codes and everything like that. But those codes weren't given just to anybody because if you screw one of those codes, That's right. up, you could like reset the thermostat and it would be like ten degrees higher or lower than it exactly. should be. So. Like you you could really mess stuff up. But it's again, so there's a very valid reason for not giving everyone those tools because you know, you could screw stuff up, but it's also the perfect reason to hide behind not giving out any information at the same time, right? So. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I really worked on this one, boys. Boys, I'm, yeah, you were like an investigative journalist on this one, man. Read the manual. <laughs> Read the manual. Oh, was he's, not impressed by it. He's so got a bad. Taylor C600 or whatever sitting in his house. <laughs> I, I thought about it. <laughs> after, all this, <laughs> after all this, all I can hear is got to get my milk in the hopper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. 
We need to we need to get some we need to get some McDonald's employees to see if we can have a conversation with a couple of them. <laughs> how often does your machine break and how can we get the milk into the hopper? Gary wants yeah. to know. They've all probably uh, signed non disclosure agreements and aren't allowed to talk about their ice cream machine. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Good. Can't talk well, to the media. My big issue with this whole thing is after watching that YouTube video, I really wanted McDonald's. And now after we've talked about McDonald's this much, I really want like a McChicken combo, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> this is how they suck you in. And you're going to have an ice cream when you're done? <laughs> yeah. If the machine's not broke? Yeah. Can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just go to, oh, well, really, you can just go to Burger King. Same machines. <laughs> True. Uh, next time, fun. next time you go and they say the machine's broke, are you going to ask them how much milk did you put in the hopper? <laughs> I will. I would. I'd be like, you know, your heat cycle probably failed, right? It's in lock mode. <laughs> I can fix that for a small fee. I'll I'm do a it guy. for fifty bucks. I'm a guy. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Just cut them right off. Oh, how much milk did you put in the hopper? <laughs> did you call the guy? What is wrong with you people? Call the guy. <laughs> so, boys, I'm so, going to yeah. recommend we restart the meeting before the next segment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. We've that. got six and a half minutes left. Um, come back and do Bush Topics. Is that what I would say? We're at. Uh, yeah, we've about, got about a half hour here, so. Four lights, five laps. Pause. Go, go, go. And Senna sprints away, but Alain Frost takes the lead. It's happened. Alain Frost has taken the advantage. Senna is trying to go through on the inside, and it's happened immediately. This is amazing. Senna goes off at the first corner, but what has happened to Frost? He has gone off too. Coulthard gets away, Schumacher tucked up behind him and straight into the barrier. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. We're afraid so. Ha ha ha. he's back. As usual. <laughs> you guys ready for Bush Topics? <laughs> Bush Topics. Bush Topics. That was very, uh... Le topic de bouche. <laughs> what? Uh, if you could be any animal, what would it be? Honey badger. <laughs> <laughs> so fast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Why is that, Cam? I thought you were going to say a skunk. Oh, uh, oh. No, <laughs> no, the honey badger is the enemy of the skunk. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, a honey badger will can take on a lion. That's how tough that little guy is. Wow! I actually watched. I actually watched a video of one attacking a lion, and the <laughs> lion took off. You had to have watched that at two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning <laughs> is when all those animals fight videos start showing up in your related videos. <laughs> Doing that while he's reading the McDonald's <laughs> manual. Heat up on the 
lounger. Nothing Listen. good happens after two o'clock in the morning. Isn't that what Ted Mosby used to say in How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So uh, where's the poop, uh, Cameron? Well, Jeremy. Hey, <laughs> hey! I said mine, um, and I I had a little bit behind it. Yeah, you know, I'm just literally thinking. I just I cannot come to a hard and fast conclusion such as you did. <laughs> Is there honey badgers in Jamaica? <laughs> no, I think they're more like uh, in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Honey badger in Jamaica. <laughs> there is now. <laughs> As usual. As usual. There's the that, podcast. Here's the, the title. As usual. Hmm. Uh, Women don't find you handsome, at least you find you handy. That's what the honey badger always says. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering too, Jeremy, what that had to do with what we just said. <laughs> <laughs> Honey badger in Jamaica, as usual. Well, if they don't find you handsome. <laughs> He's a handy little honey badger, he is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, went, that went south quick. There's no surprise. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with I would be a Sasquatch. Isn't there a bounty on your head? <laughs> Only in Kentucky. So we're including cryptozoological? <laughs> the the minotaur. No, I'm a, it's an animal. <laughs> I'm mythological. <laughs> I would be the, uh, the seven-headed monster from the book of Revelation with the laughing head <laughs> laughing at the others. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken is now official. Kraken. <laughs> the Kraken, the Sasquatch, and the Honey Badger. <laughs> I imagine being a great white shark would be fun. How would that I'm, be fun? <laughs> watch, watch this, bud. Watch as the seals scatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. I feel like they're just swimming around down there, going like. You know, like, they really make a big deal about us and we're just swimming around down here, minding our own business. Like, they made that movie that time, really took the whole thing way out of context. and <laughs> Put yeah. us in a bad light. <laughs> they, they like to poke us with needles a lot. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I... I want to say three-toed sloth. <laughs> Been kind of obsessed with them since I was a kid. A sloth. But then there's then there's also the panda. It so pandas are awesome. You well, and uh, you're the second person. Like, isn't Kristen Bell a big uh, sloth person? Oh yeah. Like. <laughs> 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 What oh, random yeah. information to be so sure of yourself about? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there's a there is a. I'm on the sloth, you know, email list. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kristen I'm Bell a, go way back. <laughs> I got my I got my Google Watch all set up for sloth news. <laughs> this is a front, boys. What Gary's trying to tell us is he's actually in Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> With Kristen Bell and Patrick Merlot. <laughs> As usual. 
Ez is lassú. So yes, I basically picked the two laziest animals I could come up with. They, they, uh, that's no, that sloth. One you're talking about there. That's the one they just look like they're just completely stoned all the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they yeah, hang in the yeah. tree. It's yeah. about ten minutes to cross the road if they do get down on the ground. If they get down <laughs> on the ground, I don't feel like going. <laughs> they're gonna get to where they want to go when they want to get there. Yeah, nothing you can do is gonna make them go any faster. That's what they say. <laughs> My nieces and my nieces one time came and they were t- doing everybody's spirit animals. So they said, Katie goes, well, what's mine? Well, well, Aunt Katie, you're, you're a lion or a tiger or something like that. And I was like, oh, great. What's mine? And they're like, you're a sloth. And my dad walked in at that exact moment and turned and he looked at me. He goes, that's about right. And he just walked in. And it's like, perfect timing, dad. And anybody who knows me would think, yes, that makes 100% sense that that would be Cameron's spirit animal. I think when I used to go into uh, Welcome Back there, Miramichi on the little placemat said I was a, a hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're uh, yeah. <laughs> astrological sign. Uh, what you call <laughs> Like I was a rat. I was a rooster, <laughs> I think. Yeah. So I'd have to be, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go with that. I would be a bunny. When I think of Cameron's spirit animal, I think Portuguese man of war. <laughs> what? I can't even. Wow. Yes, sir. Uh, Gary, can you, do you want to elaborate on that one for me? I, I really like to know how you pulled that one out. <laughs> you're, not, you're not familiar with the Portuguese man of war? Uh, I, I actually am not. I think there's a we'll band, to, Man of War, but yeah. And, and we'll have to go look <laughs> as we speak, and I will Google like a, such a creature. Yes, Google it. It's like a jellyfish looking. Yeah, like, thanks, kind of thing. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's uh, quite the uh, quite the blob of uselessness. Yeah, that's probably about right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever Stay heard? Stay away a- from this soldier. <laughs> Have you ever okay. heard tell of the alligator gar? <laughs> no. The, the gar, no. Alligator gar. It's a type of fish too. These things are like huge, huge, scary-looking fish. Whoa! Got like big, long fronts on them. It looks like a so, barracuda. I was in Good New soul. Hampshire swimming in a lake. Oh my goodness. However you pronounce it, Winnipesaukee or whatever it is. <laughs> and that was fine. Had a great time. Come home two weeks later and I hear somebody talking about the alligator gars and they mention that lake is one of the lakes they've been found in. Oh my goodness. Where <laughs> I was swimming two weeks earlier. They can grow <laughs> up to 10, 10 feet long. Man, it could have yes. swam right by your toes, Gary. <laughs> Man. Holy cow. That's, they have like one, they have like two sets of teeth, out, like a bunch of out ones, like a gator, and then inside a whole bunch of other ones. Holy mother. That I, thing's a vicious looking creature. I can't Just wait like to fabricate my aunt Edna. this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> 
The funny part is his microphone would still be recording, so whatever he's saying right now will still be in the... <laughs> we just can't hear it. We should have moved on to the next topic so that he'd come in mid-conversation but not know what it was and see what his answer is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we sort of also answered uh, Gary's number one biggest fear, which is also a nice. question. Yeah, yeah. Number one biggest fear. That's when I found the alligator guy in my pants. <laughs> Well, that's how the Chinese check for COVID now. (laughs) (laughs) They throw an alligator guy in your pants, and if you survive, you don't have COVID. Then then they call you the Portuguese man of war. (laughs) And they can find you swimming in the Waba Mosquito River, whatever whatever you call it. Winnipesaukee. 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 What's that? Roll up the you can win that? (laughs) <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a it sounds uh, like a motorcycle the company. Tonight show when they had Jimmy Fallon <laughs> on and they pretend they're little kids at camp. <laughs> That's Camp Winnipesaukee. That oh, <laughs> never would have put that together. Popular spot, I guess. The yeah. alligator guys love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in all the tourists. <laughs> Next, <laughs> uh, biggest fear number one fear alligator guys. <laughs> it, it is now So I'm, I'm not a fan of heights I'm quite terrified of heights Yeah. So if I'm I was go at heights. heights And came face to face with an alligator gar I would think that would be the sum of all of my worst fears I forgot you were kind of scared of heights Oh yeah, no, quite ter- it's, uh, it's rough I forgot about that Well, it's a combination I'm- of uh, Being scared of it And it also like it makes you, well, it makes me like dizzy. Like I get dizzy. So it's like, there's a, uh, you know, it's like a medical problem and it's also a fear. <laughs> no, I don't mind heights, but I know you'll know what I mean. I, here's the, Cameron's going to make fun of me here in a second, but whenever I'm up scaffolding and stuff or anything or doing anything, yes. like when we were building the house, yeah, I don't mind the actual height, but my knees and stuff aren't great. And I remember at one point I was on a shallow, shallow landing to put in one of my, one of like my top floor windows, but we have a small landing kind of like above our kitchen door going to the back. Like there's a little tiny roof there to keep the rain off. Right. Yeah. And I'm standing on that and I can't really get down. And then dad's up a ladder and they're scaffolding there and they're trying to help me down, but they're approaching it like I'm scared of heights. And I remember having this moment of like, I'm not scared. I can't squat. <laughs> it's not a fear thing. I can't bend over, right? Like it hurts. Like I can't. If, if I squat, do I don't fear. trust my knee. I will fall. I'll be like leaning one side. I'll be gone. Right. It's not a. Yeah. So your fear we, is not of heights. Your fear is of squatting at heights. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so knock on wood, my knee's been very good. So it's, you know. Uh, time for an injury. Lately, anyway. Well, when, Gary, I thought of, when I thought of number one fears, Jeremy, you might remember this, but Phil yeah. is deathly afraid of spiders. I've never seen the full fear of it. Well, you did once. I did? You and Phil helped me haul my dryer out of the basement. Oh, Do you remember this? Yes. So the old house, and this was the first time, like we always joked about it, but we had never really seen the fear in action. 
we hauled this dryer out from the wall and it was in a cold, damp room in this old, like, like my first house that we rented. And a spider, like maybe legs and all, about the size of a loony. It wasn't a small spider, but we've seen bigger spiders. That's a pretty common size spider. Yeah, comes flying out from under the dryer. And me and you are trying to pick up this dryer and we turn around, Phil is gone. <laughs> and I mean, just flat gone. Like we, f- we found him outside. He left the house. He's gone. He's outside. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that, but. I want to hear Gary. I want to hear Gary's. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how to pick. I'm, s- I'm s- scared of everything. <laughs> Lives in a bubble. Animals were going, snakes, dogs. Dogs? Dogs. (laughs) Snakes, spiders. I was going to say, didn't you have a lot of dogs? (laughs) And that's why they're his biggest (laughs) fears. He keeps his fears close to him like his enemies. (laughs) If you you thought you were scared of the alligator gar, have a look at an African fruit bat. Nope. (laughs) Why would you put fruit in there? That seems to make it seem nice. African fruit bats are basically bats that look like dogs. They're, they're, <laughs> no, they are crazy looking, and they're pretty big. Size yeah. of a dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my biggest fear is, though. I got two. I don't think I would like, like, uh, sensory deprivation stuff. Wow. Huh. Like where, those, where is that going to happen to think, you? I think that would probably freak me out. Huh. I don't know if maybe I'm claustrophobic. I don't know. I 100% understand that. <laughs> I 100%. I had a moment a couple of weeks ago of whatever was on TV, Gary, about like when they came home um, from the moon, from the moon landing. Yeah. But the three of them are in this tiny, tiny, tiny little pod and can't move. Oh, yeah. And I just, I just had this moment of like, like I can't imagine floating in there, bobbing around, not knowing where they are. When are they coming to get us? You can't move. You can't get out. You can't, like I literally, you can't move your elbows. There's no room in there. Yeah. That would low key get to me. Like I would have moments of that. that that's probably, I'm with Gary on that one. Stuff that, that's like that. Yeah. Where it's like for, forcibly confined to something. Yeah. Like you, you can't, you can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how you would I'm do a- in like an anechoic chamber. A what? What's that? Like those? Um, it's a room that <clears throat> basically it has zero reflections. So like, it like. Oh, for the sound. Yeah, it's a completely one hundred percent silent room. So like, mm-hmm. you can speak. <clears throat> But it almost sounds like you're suffocating because there's no reflection, so you don't really hear. You just have you been in, have you been in one? No, I haven't. But I've watched videos and like. Okay, pe- I've been in one. Oh, really? What was there's it like? one in you at UNB man upstairs and the engineering department. I've heard about it. I've heard about yeah. the one there. So you've been to that? I brought I brought five students on a tour, and we got to go in. And it wasn't a tour, like they were talking about their, their projects and stuff, and they had to meet with a couple of professors. But then one of the admissions guy took us on a tour and introduced us to another professor, and he brought us right upstairs and then brought us into the chamber and closed the door. How'd you like that? That's, it's, I've never, 
I'm, you'll know what I mean. It's not that I ever heard anything like that in my life. <laughs> to better explain it, you've you've never not heard something like yeah, that in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really strange. It's almost like, it reminded me of, but you're in an empty room. Put noise-canceling headphones on your head and then make it so you can't hear yourself in the headphones. Yeah. And talk out loud. It's almost like like you can hear yourself talk, but there's no reflection of your voice or anything. It just it just drops off. It dies. As soon as you stop talking, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, there is no linger. There is no. Yeah. It's just gone. Yeah, it's it's really strange. Oh, that's cool. You've been in there. Yeah, yeah as I saw a, a video of a guy I, yeah. like they peop, they usually Sounds they try to creepy. hold some sort of record for who could be in there the longest before they started to go crazy. <laughs> Okay, well, some of them, like this one too, when they Why? close the door, it's absolute, like there's no windows, right? So it's it's pitch black. Yeah. So all the foam in that room too and everything is black. And then the sensors are sitting in the ceiling and everything everything's blacked out. And, uh, oh man, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's complete sensory overload. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It, wow, that's cool. You've been in there. I always wanted to... To see what it was like to not hear that much. <laughs> oh, it's, it's weird. It is weird. I don't think I'd be on yeah. board for that. What about you, Cam? Well, I don't know. So, bum, bum, while you were Wait. chatting, I was messaging Cam in the group chat to be like, hey, man, we can't hear you. Yeah. He's like, how about now? And I said, nope. So that's where we're at. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I wonder now? what he's talking into. Yeah. My Xbox he, that's for the, the thing. call. His, he's still recording. It's just we can't hear him over Zoom. So, yeah, pretty Something's, much. He's been ad-libbing this whole time, and we'll hey, never know. But it says he's in the, it says he's in the call. Yes, yeah, I he's am. muting and unmuting his microphone. I, I can see him doing that. Can you hear like me? Right now it's muted. Can you Please hear me? excuse all the censoring that's going on right now. <laughs> no, <Cam's>. this, is, <laughs> yep. this is dumb, but... It's not like unplugged or something, is it? Like, you know, sometimes no. it looks like it's plugged in and it's just not quite shoved it's, in all the way. Or... It's definitely a layer one issue. No, 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 it's not. Like, it's not. I don't know what's going like, on Because, like, he's connected, his microphone's connected. It, it says I'm it unmuted. It just doesn't. User ah. error, call the guy. <laughs> <laughs> call the what's guy. What's the manual say, Cameron? <laughs> his headset's made by Taylor. <laughs> oh snap How about now boys See how your reefer skills are going to get you through this <laughs> I don't know I don't think this is going to work I don't know why it's not on Newton Cam oh, you, you could join on your phone I am on can my he phone hear us? I can oh, yes I don't know if he can He's not, He should be able to hear us Yes. He says yes. <laughs> this is a great podcast. This is I'll strange. tell everyone what Cameron's saying. <laughs> he can hear oh. us. He can't now because he, he can't just talk. left the meeting. I just can't maybe get that's, this. Maybe we should have tried that a while ago for him to just jump out and jump back side. in. We'll find out. I'm admitting him here side. now. Stupid honey badger. <laughs> nothing. You have to change his name in the group. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> sad, sad, sad. There he is. How you doing, honey badger? There he is. The honey badger has returned. 
You know what? As you guys were doing, I was. I just kept going. So, <laughs> so it I, might actually be somewhat funny. <laughs> no editing at all for poor old Jay. <laughs> Sounds like a his problem, not mine. <laughs> How many little sensor beeps is he going to have to throw into it? Oh, quite a few. <laughs> might have to take out some of the some of the uh, ex- expletive words as well. <laughs> And censor. <laughs> and censor. <laughs> the right to censor. Oh my god. <laughs> right Total to professional. censor. So yes, I, I I have fears. Water and heights. So when you zip line over a river, it is scary. <laughs> Isn't that the origin of the Canadian sweater? <laughs> that uh, <it> is. <laughs> that, no, that was yeah. that was repelling into a cave. Totally different than a zip line. <laughs> a cave with water in the bottom, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, an underground, an underground wow. cenote. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So repelling into in- a dark pit. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> zip lining over a shallow river. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> But I've done that. I've done both. That's kind of funny. Well, it seems like you were terrified then, I would assume. Well, no, not so much, believe it or not. Um, But the repelling was worse than the zip line. The zip line was actually, well, the first zip line I did, I went through into the woods. So that wasn't great. And I went down backwards. So. Really couldn't see what was coming well, that, that time, so that wasn't too bad. I feel like that's on the employee. The employee shouldn't give you the go-ahead to launch yourself while you're clearly in there backwards. No, no, that's what they want you. They they put you in. The first one I went to in Mexico, it was backwards, and the guy just yeah. looked, and he goes, he goes, all right. I'm like, what? We go backwards? He goes, yeah. I'm like, I've never ziplined before, and the guy just looked at me and goes, have fun. <laughs> yeah, and they they... If they're worried about you, they send you down backwards so that you don't pee into the wind. <laughs> I made her. <laughs> oh, so man. For, for some people, for some people, fear is like a panic attack inducing thing. But for the honey badger, it's just a mild inconvenience. <laughs> 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 wait a minute. If Tyson wait, if Tyson oh. can be Sasquatch, can I be a dragon? <laughs> Not the same thing. Well we, we Oh, isn't it? We never <laughs> no. established No, that. Sasquatch exists. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we never established Do you have the actual uh, rules. proof of this. Do you have like the body of a Sasquatch? Do you oh have the body gosh. of a dragon? I do not. But they're still, as of this moment, like Schrodinger's cat, they're equal. <laughs> Actually, just kind of thinking back to how I just said that, like, do you have the body of a dragon? <laughs> it's an odd thing to ask someone. Need to play your body as a wonder woman underneath this. <laughs> wow. I demand we do have, at some point, a Sasquatch episode. I will take Cameron on. And Taylor Shea screen wants wants in on this, by the way. Well, he's a dad now, so he's a little busy yeah, at the moment. Congratulations to him. Congratulations, Taylor. If you still have time to listen to this. 
His his newborn son's name yes is legendary. I will say. Yeah. <laughs> I see un, what un, you did there. <laughs> unreal name. That is awesome. Le, le, legend Henrik Shayscreen. Nice. All right. I, I was blown away. I lost my lads. breath for a moment. <laughs> That young lad's gonna be six foot six. Like he gonna be that? That's quite the name you gotta grow into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no pressure. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. You just have to be a legend, son. Uh, that's a wicked name. It is. It is. A, it's. It's. Yes. Yep. So yeah, if he has time, we should just do that on the next one. We'll do some kind of debate format that I'll Google. Well, okay, just, we could, and I could, I could get on a guest. Yeah, we well, let's we could do have it. Taylor on, and we could bring on. I would love to hear Cameron take on like Doctor Jeffrey Maldrum from Idaho University. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not fair. <laughs> why isn't it fair? If there's no proof of them and they don't exist, why isn't the honey that fair? badger fears nothing, Cameron? You're right. Let's bring it up. Bring it on. <laughs> it's going time. She starts I would love to hear him things. take on this professor with evidence like, well, where's the body? <laughs> you know? Because I know that there's bears in New Brunswick, but I can't remember the last time I came across a bear carcass in the woods. <laughs> I got to tell Have you. Have you not had one run out in front of you? Yes. <laughs> Have you had a Sasquatch run out in front of you? About 10,000 people say they have. Uh, okay. And how many pictures do we have of said creature? Hundreds. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Are they grainy like all the rest? Are they all washed out? Like, Well, I know the last time I had a bear run out in front of me in the car, I got an HD perfect high resolution picture <laughs> off my phone when I was going 80 kilometers an hour. It's unreal. <laughs> National Geographic wanted to hire me. Couldn't believe that was off an iPhone. Why couldn't Trump and Biden debate this? <laughs> <laughs> That's Would've the election I paid to see. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would have I would have paid money to see that yep. actually. That'd be yep. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. But then the question is, who would have been on what side? Would Trump have been for the Sasquatch? Yes, he would have. Trump, Trump would well, be like, I was watching a great documentary last night. His name was Harry. It was huge. family. <laughs> I feel like it depends on your angle. I feel like Biden's pro Sasquatch if you're talking about conservancy because he's got to appear green. <laughs> there you go. That's why you should be depends, in politics, man. Depends on the angle that you're spinning. Yeah. Well, we know the Sasquatch is real because if you Google it, there's all kinds of pictures that come up online. I've seen them myself. <laughs> They're fantastic. They're great. He looks huge. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's going to be the he biggest one. We have the America's the biggest Sasquatches in the world. They're the biggest. They're the strongest. They're the fastest. They're the best. <laughs> Takes takes Cameron. a picture of just Forrest at a press conference, draws a Sasquatch with a Sharpie. <laughs> you can see by this picture, we have now confirmed the Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, uh.
Cameron wants us to capture one. There's only one way. We built a wall. (laughs) (laughs) That the the Sasquatch pays for. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, boys. Well, what topic were we on? (laughs) I think we were on biggest fear, but... Sasquatch, obviously. (laughs) So the last one we got here, what is an underrated TV show, past or present? Underrated? Yeah. Underrated, people don't talk about maybe, but it was good. Jeremy's going to go with Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, I would I would definitely put that in there. That's where my head was going to. 100%. Well, that and, and Firefly. Yep. Never seen it. Oh, Cameron, that's right <laughs> Cameron. up your alley. But let, Watch it, Cameron, but don't get too attached. Because <laughs> there's, there's nowhere for you to go with it. Yeah. Just what you want, then. It, I was um, ta- talking with... Side note, talking with some guys at work the other day. Isn't it funny how different now, like kids growing up, when we grew up, you had what was on cable and you had things, we've talked about it before, but like things were on at particular times. And now like Mm -hmm. you don't even need a cable package. You just get Netflix and YouTube. You watch whatever you want, whenever you want. There's hundreds of new shows every year and then hundreds of them cancel. And it's like, it's such a different landscape for like watching TV. There was no such as no such thing as binge watching when when I was young. No. That was not even no. a thing. It was like, oh, we'll no. just binge watch this and binge. Watch. I was like, when I was a kid, if you missed it on TV, that was it. If you didn't have VCR, you, you didn't it. see it. Yeah, yeah. It was a simpler time. And then there was arguments over who gets the rights to tape the show tonight because there's two shows on at once. Oh, yes. You can only tape one. Yeah. There's always a fun argument. (laughs) Hey, I want to watch this. No, I do. No, there's only one. There's only one VCR and one TV. And your father always won that argument. (laughs) I've come some close to canceling cable a couple times this year just being done. Yeah. Cable? Yep. We we haven't had cable for... Oh, it must be two or three years now. <clears throat> I have months. fiber up. That's the only thing, right? I never. Yeah. Cancel mine six years ago. Oh, there you go. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely... a talk we'll have off off air. I want to know how to. There's some live shows that I just don't know how to watch if I don't have cable. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's. That is a thing. We don't know what you're talking about, but yes, we can help you. (laughs) Yeah, Freaks and Geeks, Firefly. uh, It's funny. I think I had another one in my head, and then I lost it, so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. I'm going to say how they do that. Used to be on TLC there, underrated show. Oh, yeah. I agree. You know. That was a good one. I liked that. Yeah. I used to be on Sunday nights. Learned a lot from that. I'm going to go with Tarzan Dan's top 10 arcade. (laughs) (laughs) Tarzan Dan. Wait. Wow. Is that... Because I remember video and arcade top 10. Video and... There was video and arcade top 10, but then Tarzan Dan had like an arcade, like, like there'd be like three or four of them. And it would be a console game, and they would have a playoff like it was a game show, and they'd have to beat each other, and whoever won won the prize. Oh, that's literally the same premise. But then they had the guy from Video and Arcade Top 10 
Huh. On the Tarzan Dan show because they would review games and then they'd go back to Tarzan Dan where the playoff thing was happening or whatever. So, so which one came first? Because I don't know because they Tarzan they always Dan, aired them it? back. To, well, they always aired them back to back. Oh, I don't really remember. I remember Video and Arcade Top Ten, which was that exact premise you just said, but I don't remember the other. Oh, one. I thought the Video and Arcade Top Ten was like a segment within the. Well, now I got to look it up. Now I'm that's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, because it like it's just like you described. It's like you had four people playing some Nintendo sixty four game, and then they would do reviews and then tips and tricks on a different thing. Little, and, little wonder it didn't last. None of us even know the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember uh, it would, they would do fan letters, fan mail, and it would always yep. say Nicholas Pickles, and then in brackets it would say, "Is that his real name?" And uh, and he'd always go, it's letter time, it's letter time. Video and arcade top 10. That That is it with Nicholas Pickles. Yeah. Then what's the Tarzan Dan thing? I don't know. <laughs> he, he, was, he might have been on that show. I just don't know that's what his name was. Because there was like three or four people that were on it. Oh, Tarzan Dan did the hit list. Ah, okay. Hit list. Yeah, and it looks very much like the, even the set looks almost the same as Video and Arcade Top Ten. <laughs> if we're going down this road, underrated show, Electric Circus. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> very underrated. <laughs> People dancing around for an hour. <laughs> Pop up video. Pop-up video. Pop-up video. <laughs> Everybody love that one. Like, why? Like, much music in the day. I know it was the Canadian version of MTV. Like, what yeah. house did you go to that didn't have much music on all day long in the background? Channel 30. What? It was channel number 30. Yeah, number, yeah. Really? I, I never had cable. I lived in the sticks. <laughs> no cable in the woods of Jamaica. <laughs> that is 100% correct. Cameron used to have to fabricate instruments out of whatever they could find around in the woods. Coconuts. <laughs> so it's like Gilligan Island. They could make a whole radio, ham radio, and a get of coconuts. <laughs> Radios and bras. <laughs> I used to, I used to like a little underrated show called Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Never got the fanfare. <laughs> Never got the fanfare that it deserved. <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> You're uh, speaking I just of Joshua because because he's he's Team Pacey. So uh, speaking of Pacey, another good show was Fringe. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Charlie Conway, another good movie was D3 <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Man, my, Caleb right. is in prime Mighty Duck age. Like every weekend we're watching Mighty Duck something. <laughs> the game, Mighty Ducks ga Game Changers? Game Changers, yeah. Right into That's that. That's pretty good. We got one more question here, guys. Yep. We do? Ben Bork, she plugged for Charming to the Last. 
What's the first movie you saw in the theater? And does it still hold up? <laughs> does the drive-in count? Uh, sure. We'll toss that one to you. Sure. E.T. Really? That was the very, very first one I ever went and saw, and it's actually where Tyson's parents' house, and his house is probably not far from that location. If we're, I got two answers. If we're talking drive-in, if drive-in counts, you guys there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we're just waiting <laughs> for you. <laughs> it just went strangely silent, but I got these, like, the worst You're headphones in the ever. room. If we're talking drive-in, <laughs> then the very first movie I saw in the drive-in was Transformers. Okay. And the original cartoon in the 80s with, you know, Hot Rodimus and all oh, that stuff. Not Megan Fox. No, no. <laughs> No, the first movie I saw in the theater <laughs> was Megan was, Fox. Was Home Alone. <laughs> Home Alone. Yep. Wow. And I think that's done pretty well. Home Alone's done okay for itself. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Home Alone yeah. is one of those ones that you can still watch today and enjoy. Yeah. Well, it it would have been somewhere between. 98 and 2000, I think, for me. So, I want to I want to say it was like either The Matrix or Lord of the Rings, maybe. No, it might have been The Matrix. Possibly. Because I just hadn't really? gone to the theater as a kid. Yeah, because you were hanging out with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh. We didn't go to no stinking theater. <laughs> no, and I didn't really go. Like, I legit only saw three or four movies in theater when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like, it, if it wasn't for, like, a friend's parents taking me or something like that, like, we're going to the movie for his birthday or something like that, like, I wouldn't have gone either. We just didn't. Yeah, we just didn't go. But, uh, yeah, yeah, but I remember mom and dad taking me to Transformers in the drive-in. I remember that when I was I was real young then. I was, would have been like six or seven. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf Tyson and, and Megan Fox. Saw, we saw Star the first Star Wars. It's the Phantom Menace, me and Tyson. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, me and Cameron saw Phantom Menace at the theater. Yeah. Hmm. And, the, and the worst part is because <laughs> because of the way the Vogue was, the way it was, the um, they only had one projector, so they had to actually shut off one projector in the middle of the movie. Like, right in the middle of the like the race scene, they had to shut it off, change <laughs> yeah. the reels. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Change the reels. That's awesome. Seriously, that's what they had to do. They I, did, like, I remember, what? yeah, they did it pretty quick, but... Still, we were not, you know, you know what we'd be like. <laughs> not that we would heckle anybody. Well, on that note, I was know. just going to say, say, well, there you go. We know how to end podcasts. Last week, it was the <laughs> Trish Stratus thing. <laughs> you want to talk about conspiracy theories? There's one there, right? Hey, 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 hey. I have successfully received four packages undamaged in a row. Did you weld the oh. front of your door shut like Gary said? Well, no. Now, listen, I have a theory. Amanda friends? saw a new male person oh, oh. pulling our driveway she didn't recognize. Ah, there it is. Yeah, but wait for it. He's then on proceeded, vacation. <laughs> then proceeded to watch said new male person. Uh-oh. <laughs> Miss the end of our driveway again and start to back into our ditch. 
Oh. <laughs> what? But they got themselves out. I don't know what. I'm not kidding when I when I tell everybody that the end of my driveway is 22 feet wide. But we've had four different people back into the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible. It's two car lengths wide. <laughs> and people are missing the driveway when they back out. And... The driveway's wide. Like, you boys have all been in my driveway. You don't need to back out. Turn around and drive out. <laughs> yep. Like, I can turn around completely <laughs> without having to stop to back up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can pull a, few, a full Yui <laughs> without putting the car in reverse and get out. But people are backing out and backing right into the ditch. <laughs> oh, wow. One one poor one poor woman, <laughs> like the axle was resting on my retainer wall, oh. and her son had to come get a truck, and I had to put boards on our lawn for the wheels to fetch up, and like as he pulled her across, like that that wooden stained wall I built, like I'm watching it just get peeled all Ugh. across the top uh. because there's no there's no way to get, like the wheels two wheels on her passenger side aren't even touching down now <laughs> right they're they're not on anything. So you had no choice but to pull her across the, oh yeah. That wall on the right's been stained three times because of people backing into the wall. That's such a missing George Costanza like, type thing. You yep. know, like you see a shot in hockey that like, you know what I mean? Two inches to the right, it goes in. Two inches to the left, it misses completely. And in this case, <laughs> it's like three feet to the right, you would have been fully into the ditch. A full 22 feet to your left and you just could have drove out. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you had all the space. Like <laughs> I don't know funny. what it is about some kind of like magnetic hill optical illusion. Yeah, I was gonna say. Is well, it like it's the- it's something to someone that like to people that have never been in the driveway before or something. But you know how it's almost like I drive in and out of it every day, so I don't see it. Like I don't see what they're not seeing or what they're because I just know where it is. I guess. I mean, I've I, been I, to your house. I'm just trying to remember if like. The thought occurred to me like, wow, you know, you could really end up in the ditch here. Uh, Probably not. It's 22 (laughs) feet wide. Yeah. It's kind (laughs) of like, how do you screw that up? Like, that's pretty, uh, yeah, okay. Just so people know, when we built this house, we built the roof on the ground and had a crane, which, by the way, drove in on this driveway. That's how wide the driveway is. You would think. And lifted the roof on top of the house. That's how wide the driveway is. The crane drove in on this same driveway, turned around, <laughs> and drove out. But people can't back out of it with their car. You would think in a town that has a Widowmaker like the Morrissey Bridge, people would have pretty good depth, depth <laughs> perception. <laughs> what do you know about the Morrissey Bridge? You never drove on what it. What are you talking about? Yes, I did. Yes, he did. With your license? <laughs> with... No. All the years I drove with no license, I was just firing, bombing across the Morrissey Bridge all the time. I with, thought that was gone long, your, long before you were your It's been a while, but when did it... Uh, I know it's been a while, but like it was there all growing up. Like I remember when yeah. they built Gosh, the new one. It feels like forever ago, but it must be like 2005 or something like that, 2006 or... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's the thing. I was just trying to think of when I was like, in university, it was still open. Because really? I used to drive for McCullum's and I took the truck across the Mar- Morrissey Bridge. And I was oh, in cool. I was in third and fourth yeah, year I university. Yeah, I think it was then. between 2005 and 10, somewhere in there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Guess it was a lot longer than I thought it was. <laughs> well, there, folks. Well, there. <laughs> so there. I'm wrong again. <laughs> wrong again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that cliffhanger of a note. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, and now everyone. You know the rules. Yeah, but jokes aside, thanks for listening, everybody, and you know, like and share and all that stuff. We we love the activity on the Facebook page and everything. So yeah, thanks for the comments and thanks for the good reviews and keep it real. And we'll see you in the next one. May your hoppers be full of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. May your hopper runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you say it, it just seems more and more (laughs) suggestive in some way. No, do not let your hopper runneth over. It will break the machine. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to call the guy and the guy costs money. Uh, May your hopper uh, runneth at the proper level. (laughs) And have no fault codes. You shouldn't be ashamed to fill your hoppers full of milk in public. Goodness gracious. All right. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Please leave us a good review. And may your all your hoppers be filled at just the appropriate level. Not too much, not too little. Everybody will make out fine. And just remember, when you go to that McDonald's this summer, looking for that ice cream, you got a 15% chance of not getting one. <laughs> See you, everybody. See you later. That's when I found the alligator guy in my pants. (laughs) Well, that's how the Chinese check for COVID, though. (laughs) They throw an alligator guy in your pants, and if you survive, you don't have COVID. Then then they call you the Portuguese man of war. (laughs) And they can find you swimming in the Waba Mosquito River, whatever whatever you call it. You just wasted some of your life listening to the Bush League Podcast. You must stop what you're doing right now. Like and subscribe and leave a five-star rating. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook. (laughs) 